Hi there. Did you miss me? Because it's been a while. But it's that time again. You can feel it. So sit back. Let your whole body relax. And let the feeling wash over you. Because it's November 29th. And this is another episode of Sentinel World. So I've just gotten called for the third time by a company desperate to do a survey involving radio listening habits. And each time I'm heartbroken when they tell me they don't want to talk to me. They want to talk to a woman. I don't have a woman here, I tell them. She got away. And they hang up. And I don't know why. All right. Oh, I'll have to clip that out. I don't want swallowing noises. I'm on a different headset today, simply because in the course of trying to record the opening, I broke my headset. Now, if you think about the uses of a headset, the actual physical, mechanical properties of a headset, and how you use it in the course of a recording, you'll very quickly realize that you don't do anything with it. It sits on your head, and you talk. This is not a complicated exercise. It's not difficult. It's not high motion. It's not stressful. How the microphone could have gotten disconnected, I don't know, but my headset is broken, which is why you don't buy the cheap Chinese knockoffs. You buy the cheap, well, okay. Yeah, this is another cheap Chinese knockoff, but it's a different cheap Chinese knockoff. It's a higher grade cheap Chinese knockoff because it had much better packaging. The uh, old headset... The only thing that was really going for it was that it was free. It came with a very, very hideously expensive package of books that have to do with a course that I'm sadly neglecting and need to get back to, but that's a whole other story. We won't talk about that right now. But anyway, um, enough about that. Let's talk about me. I've been thinking about what to talk about. I've been thinking about how to talk about because, well, I've been concerned that I've been rambling a lot lately, and that's a big issue for me rambling. Well, I ramble. It happens. And I wanted to pick something interesting, and of course there are things on my mind, things I want to talk about. There's a whole stream of ideas that I think would be fun to explore. The only catch is that a good number of them are ideas that are, um, well, they basically have to do with pictures, or they have to do with just more complex structural things that I think would be easier written, although in some cases spoken has an advantage. The main advantage is, of course, to to a spoken word conversation is when you have the interaction, when you actually have a conversation as opposed to a monologue. That's where this fails. It has all the advantages of, of the written form, plus you get a little bit more bandwidth. You get my voice, you get my mood, you get my tone, but you don't see my facial expressions, so my tone isn't exactly qualified. I mean... I could be grinning like a loon right now or scowling, and you don't really have that input. And it's much more of a pain to go back and forth when you go, wait a minute, what did he say? This doesn't make sense. I'll go back a paragraph. That's why that new Amazon Kindle book reader thing isn't going to be so great of a success. That's what, at least that's what other people are saying. You you can't flip around. I don't really find it that much of an issue. I don't flip so much when I'm reading electronic texts. It is a linear story, and and you're generally processing it in a linear manner, but in any case. So I was thinking about what to talk about, and the thing that came to mind, God help us all, is identity. And the... what do we call it? 
the thing that occurred to me, well, okay, maybe I should tell you the story first. So I ran into a friend of a friend. We don't know each other all that well, but we know each other. We have a few acquaintances in common, and I was greeted with a name, not my name, just a name, and I noticed it because it was new and because it was coming from somebody who I don't know all that well, and so I was a little surprised that they were using a, we'll call it a nickname, although that doesn't hold the right connotation in my mind. So he was addressing me with a nickname, he was greeting me, he was saying his hellos, and um, I actually asked him about the name, and he responded, well, that's because I figured you'd kill me if I used some other name. And, you know, I was thinking about that, and it was actually a little bit startling, because I realized, no, no, I wouldn't kill you, because, well, okay, I, I would have killed him years ago, but no longer so. It doesn't matter anymore. I've not got the same attachment. And so I was thinking about that. It seemed like a pretty big change because, hey, it's a stranger calling me a name. That's usually a bad thing. I'd like to say that part of it is just a response to maturity and, you know, I've grown up. I'm not as sensitive, excuse me, to being called a name. But the fact is, it isn't that. Or maybe it's partly that, but that's not what it feels important the big deal, the real change, is I'm really not attached to my name. Does that make sense? Well, okay, going back to the thing I just introduced, my name is not actually part of my identity. I answer to it, but it's just a name. I've got lots of them, and they are all pretty real to varying degrees. I <laughs> due to a very bad joke a very long time ago I picked up the name Rudolph and I actually answered to it and it wasn't that somebody had used it a lot it was that I told the joke and a, a friend and I had been teasing each other with the names from the joke for like a week and then about four years later in the middle of the night crossing Queens Park in Toronto somebody yells from across the park so you know a few hundred feet away hey Rudolph and I turned around and it was for me so it's a little weird but my name is not my name it's just the name people use for me I don't actually call myself by my name. You know when you talk to yourself? Well, okay, do you talk to yourself? Some of us do. I do. I talk to myself a lot. But the name I use when I talk to myself is Jack. Or, if I'm being formal, John. But, um, nonetheless, neither of those are the names that appear on my birth certificate or other identification. <sighs> that was me running out of air. I gotta watch that one. So, here I am, and, and I have a whole collection of names and from a whole collection of people, and what the names are and, and what they, who uses them plays into part, but it doesn't matter. It's just, that they're just things stuck on me. And then I was thinking about that again because I started looking at, uh, what's it called? Spock. 
there's a search engine called Spock.com, and it's a people search engine, and you can punch yourself into it, and it, you know, traverses the internet using whatever funky algorithm they've worked up. But it's supposed to be a people finder. It's supposed to be a way to identify the rightful owner of things or the most dominant owner of things. I found it fascinating because shortly after it released, I don't believe this is still true because I've tried it out, but okay, I should try this out. Never mind. Too much work. I'm just going to tell you the story as of like a month ago and, you know, if it's not true anymore, well, time lapse. My bad. I was doing the search and I was looking for a friend of mine, an author I do editing for, and I was startled to not find her at all because, well, she's got a presence on the internet. So then I went and looked for me because I don't have a presence on the internet, and I check for that to make sure that I don't have a presence on the internet. And I continue to not have a presence on the internet, much to my chagrin, because I'm not completely sure I'm supposed to not have a presence. You know, it's like, I'm trying to not exist, but the fact that I don't exist is disturbing. I, I want to emphasize that because I realize it. It's pretty stupid, but there it is. There's my operating principle. In any case, I then went and punched up my less internet-savvy friend, who, to my utter shock, is represented accurately bang on there. And then, later, we were talking about it, and I went on to Google, and I was really impressed, because, look, you own your page, and you own your page. All the links on the page belong to you. And I searched for me, and, well, I'm on there now. I mean, I actually do have my name on the internet, but... You can't connect me together because all of the pieces don't fit. And the funny part is that this is a very deliberate, very concrete system of misinformation that I have been using since I came online, and it is so utterly instinctive that it's really difficult to overcome it. But I've got one name on, on a journaling site that I use. I've got another name on Flickr. I've got a third name on my mail. I've got dozens of names on my mail. I've, I'm all over the place under all kinds of names with all kinds of other bits of information mismatched specifically to prevent someone from going, hey, user 12345 over here and user 789 over there are the same person. Because, hey, gender changed. Birth dates changed, ages changed, years changed, interests changed. It's pretty elaborate. Um, some people ask me where I get my names from, and in at least one case, I can explicitly say I picked that name because it was about as diametrically opposed a character from me as I could think of. Well, okay, it's not completely diametric. I did call the character a bonehead. That that that's me. <laughs> okay, so. Um, yeah, I think this is going to be a short one because I just don't have that much to say. Um, what else is going on? I'm doing a little bit of photography, not a lot. I'm actually a little bit behind on my assignments. I'm hitting a bit of a technological stumbling block, which is that the, the assignments themselves are now requiring a little bit more, not hardware, it's not, not like they're looking for an investment, but it's still a little bit more than I've got. It isn't just straight flash and camera. Now we're going to be sticking stuff to the camera. And the nominal instructor, the, the leader of the workshop that we're working through, is not asking us to put in a lot of effort. It's basically Velcro 
things on or tape stuff on, but finding the parts and getting the energy to do it have been rather difficult lately. I'm not sure why, but I did sort of run outside and get a couple of good pictures of my of the of the leaves in my backyard. So I'm not not completely wasting my time. I guess I'm still doing something. Now another bit of identity is um, me as writer, and I'm struggling with this one because I'm not sure I am anymore. I mean, I, I write, but I'm not doing any fiction work, and it's starting to bother me a little bit because, well, I'm not good at it, but I don't suck, and I've been learning a frightful lot from editing for with, with uh, someone who is much better than I am, but, you know, I get to learn from her mistakes, and I get to learn from my mistakes, and I get to learn from her reaction to me pointing out what I think are her mistakes, because they're not always mistakes. Sometimes they're just artistic choices. And I don't know, it seems like I should be putting that to use. I'm not sure how or why or when yet. On the other hand, I did wake up this morning and suddenly realize I know what's wrong with the story I was working on. But, you know, do I pick up a half-finished story and keep going, or do I start over? That's the tricky one. I've got a whole bunch of half-finished stories to pick up. Heck, if I'm picking up half-finished stories, I could go back into the porn business. Well, erotica, for people who don't know who I am. Um, okay, again, it doesn't help if you know who I am. They're under a different name. But um, anyway, I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know what I want to do. I don't know what I want to be. I just kind of stumble along. So... I think I'm going to call it done as far as the general rambling goes and take you to something else that happened to me this week. Sorry, I didn't realize I'd gotten so quiet. Um, anyway, I'm going to tell you a story about my boy Hollywood and related to the fact that he's not a native English speaker and the terrible, stupid tragedy that came out of that. He'd run into a word on a television show he'd been watching and he'd not seen it before, so he wanted to check it by me. So he asked me about this word, and I stopped and told him I wasn't sure how to spell it, and I grabbed a piece of paper and wrote it out, and he was satisfied because he's used to using me as a reference source, and I wasn't satisfied because I'm used to me being making mistakes because my memory isn't quite as great as my ego is, so I made him look it up, and he punched it into Google, and Google came back and said, no, you spelt it wrong, and he was surprised because I was wrong, and I was surprised because I didn't mind being wrong, but the spelling that it had was so strange. So, I went home from work, and when I got home, I went to the person I talked to for all things linguistic, um, the girl, and, you know, launched right into it. Hey, how do you spell this word? And she thought for a minute, and she started to spell it out very slowly, got to the exact same spelling that I did, and I said, no, you're wrong, and she was startled, and asked me what the correct spelling was, and I told her, and she did not believe me, and I told her, well, I looked it up in Google, and she said, well, Google must be wrong, and I laughed before I realized, no, she's probably right, it is a possibility, okay, and she suggested, we'll look it up on Merriam-Webster, which is another respectable online reference, and lo and behold, the word was wrong there, too. So, just for the fun of it, 
here's what I want you to do. I want you to spell right along with me the word. We're going to do it together. It's important you do it with me. It's important you do it out loud because the fun doesn't stop on Sentinel World. All right, you ready? You with me? Here we go. We're going to do this. The word is paraphernalia. Paraphernalia. To give you the spelling bee style uh, definition, I'll use it in a sentence. He managed to trip over the box of his drug paraphernalia. Okay, so now, say it along with me. P-A-R-A-P-H-E-R-N-A-L-I-A. Paraphernalia. Now, I'm hoping I said it right, but if I did, you should be going right about where I said the letter R. Because until this week... I had no idea that the letter R was involved in this exercise, and I have to tell you, I'm a little distressed about it. Because you don't hear the R. You don't ever hear the R. And yet, here we uh, are. Sorry. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Alright. Yeah, alright. I'm going to finish with a recycled rant. This is actually from an email, but I was told that I should save this in a way. Um, in response to a complaint about a recent Pearl Jam song, I was writing a reply that my current pet peeve, as far as music goes, is about, oh shoot, I can't think of their name, but they're like Pearl Jam, they only have one song too. Oh yeah, Nickelback, they have one song, and it goes on over and over and over again. If someone ever kicks the lead singer in the nuts so he loses his bass notes, no one would ever listen again. And Creed. Creed is like that, too. And that other group, with the stupid lips of an angel. I mean, seriously. Lips? Lips? The whole song is about a long-winded phone call. Why isn't the asshat singing about her voice? And where are the songs about the other parts, eh? Where's... where's... Where's tits of an angel? Why isn't that fluttering up the charts? Just get some random chiclet singer to do it. It'd be a hit, for sure. Wait, is that too crude? I was just thinking that there are more rhymes for tits than other things. I mean, after Regina, the alternatives kind of go down fast. Alright, that was an excerpt. The rest of the email makes even less sense than that, so I'll spare you. Um, And uh, as you can tell, it takes a moment to kind of warm into rant mode and then warm out again, so maybe I'll try to work up something a little bit more qualified for next time. Um... But that does bring me to the end of this episode of Sentinel World, the episode that I haven't actually thought of a name for yet. I'm going to start looking for some closing music. But, in any case, this has been Sentinel World. This is episode 11. It's been lovely talking to you again. I'll try to get back to you soon. Have a good night.